Welcome to the In The Scope podcast, where you read and hear new perspectives in the scope of different lenses. I am your host, Joshua M. Hicks, senior writer of War Media. Make sure to subscribe to War on Anchor, the home of the In The Scope podcast, on all podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and the TuneIn app. And follow me on social media at that guy Josh Hicks on Instagram and jhicks042 on Twitter. Also, make sure to check out the War Media site at weareregalradio.com to get all the hottest and latest content on all things sports. Again, this is Joshua M. Hicks, and welcome to the In The Scope podcast. Hope you enjoy the show. Podcast via War Media. I am here sitting on the line with the the man that makes all these things possible. The editor, the lead editor, the found the co-founder of We of War Media, Kyle Means. Kyle, how you doing, man? I'm good, Josh, man. Uh, glad to be uh, a guest with you. I was uh not not important enough for the opening of the, the rebirth of the podcast, but <laughs> you've got me pretty early on, so I appreciate that. Man, anytime they get you on the podcast, man, uh of course you know you're more than welcome to be honest with you. I would you have I really don't have a choice to put you on my podcast. I mean you're the guy that makes all this things possible. So <laughs> all right, I can uh, technically I could put myself in all of them if I right. wanted to. <laughs> No, but I'm, I'm letting I'm letting you spread your wings, man. So I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that you you're taking on the responsibility that you had, and you've done a great job with the with the opening episodes that you've done this year. So I'm glad to see, you know, uh, that you like. See, you're you're deepening your skills as a communicator and as an interviewer, and everybody can hear it, man. So you know, just keep doing what you do. Most definitely, man. Appreciate that as always, and I appreciate, the, I appreciate uh, the support and wisdom that you've always been able to give me since I've been with the since I've been with uh, War Media. It's been about a good what three years now, almost. Or yeah, man, like you 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 you're getting to be a vet now, man. You was you were real green <laughs> when you first came into the game, man. But I see you grow up, so man. So and, yeah, you you you've been with us for a while, man. I appreciate all of it. Ah, uh, no problem, man. I appreciate you. Um, Thank you for sure. But today, man, I really want to talk about the NFL and this so and this uh, social justice thing that they got going on. Because obviously, we know there's a lot of um, 
a lot of a lot of things going on within society, especially with the uh, COVID nineteen and now these protests um, over the social injustices that we that we as African Americans and especially African American males have been dealing with, it, especially in regards to police brutality. And we know this story all too well with the previous uh, victims of you know police, police brutality with Trayvon Martin, Eric Gardner, Mike Brown, Laquan McDonald, you name it. But recently, especially with um, the unfortunate deaths of George Floyd and now uh, I think it's Rayshawn Brooks, man, yeah. it's, yeah. Th- these with the with the pandemic taking place, you know. And there's no sports going on. There's no society for the most part was shut down for such a, for for a while. And because of that, all we really had to focus on was TV, whatever's on the TV, and for the most part, our families, each other, whatever interactions we can have that that isn't uh, lethal to our health. So to be able to go to be able to sit down and actually watch and cover nonstop news of these protests of these uh, police brutalities. That's 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 been going on for years, and it's still unfortunately going on. You know, it forced America and society to really see what's really going on between us as African Americans and law enforcement. So for them to finally see it, now we got all these protests and everything, and it actually creates a platform for athletes to speak out on these social injustices and not just speak out against them, but actually get involved. We um we see NFL players getting involved. We see NBA players getting involved in the protests. And now each of the leagues are supposedly are you know are f- finding different ways to get themselves interactive in social justice and finding different ways to to in- improve uh, inclusiveness and diversity within not just their uh, staff as far as you know the everyday workers but also your ownership your front office management and we always know the NBA has been a progressive type of league where you know you were more more likely to have a social inclusiveness when it comes to hiring in the front offices and player and coaching staffs and things of that sort. But I want to highlight the NFL because the NFL, especially with Colin Kaepernick and the, and the pro and them handling of the protest was wrong. And we know commissioner Goodell came out and gave an apology, especially after the players came together and created a video to promote social justice and, and, you know, provide their stance of not being behind the scenes anymore, not being behind the shadows, but actually being leaders up front, using their platforms to speak out against these injustices. And Goodell said, okay, I'm finally going to listen, and I'm siding with the players. But even though he apologized, even though he says he stands with the players, even though he says he's, he's against racism, it doesn't, the actions, that the, the, the statements doesn't always reflect the actions that took place. Colin Kaepernick, he, he, was a, he played a major part as well as the owners, and Black Ball and Colin Kaepernick got the lead. Um, and on top of all of that, he was against protesting. The owners were against protesting. And they and even Jerry Jones, the Dallas Cowboys owner, actually threatened players from protesting. Um, and that's why you hire – and once he realized that, then you hire Jay-Z, who was supposedly the, the big, iconic celebrity figure in the African-American community that could actually help with these social justice issues. But outside of Rock Nation speaking out – I haven't heard anything from Jay-Z in the NFL. I heard Jay-Z as maybe the owner and the founder of Rock Nation Sports when they gave out their when they gave out their press release, but nothing as far as Jay-Z and the NFL. So my question to you is, 
what's next with Jay-Z in the NFL? Because if Jay-Z's hired as hired as a liaison to help fix the social justice issues between the league and the ownership and front office and, and the ownership and, and the players and you know every everything that runs the NFL, if he's the liaison for all this, one of the main leaders to help create these discussions and help create change in legislation. And there's still a huge divide across the league from where players are protesting, coaches maybe protesting, and then you got owners that don't, that are opposed of the protesting, or there's or the weight of protesting, and you still have players like Drew Brees coming out and saying, you know, I don't support people that kneel against the uh, that kneel during the national anthem because it's against the flag, and not fully, still not fully understanding the narrative that Colin Kaepernick created within the reasoning of the protesting. So with all these divides going on, Jason's been kind of quiet. So I have to ask him, what's next? So Kyle, in your opinion, just tell me um, your opinions as far as the, the recent NFL statements, their actions towards trying to go uh, fix the social justice issues. And if you if you were Jay-Z, what should be next on your agenda to move forward to fix all this? Yeah, um, you know, uh, I guess we should say first off that uh, though this is going to be the subject of your upcoming in the scope column, which uh, will be available, uh, the, it should be should be available for y'all to read right now as you're listening to this on WeAreRegalRadio.com. So, um, yeah, essentially, you know, you come at Jay Z with the in the NFL with with your piece, and you know, as far as as far as my thoughts on that on that whole alignment arrangement or you know whatever and I, I just think for me you know I don't want I don't want to undercut your angle or the importance of your piece uh, but I think I think the players are more doing that actually with their actions than anything else where you have an emboldened you know you have a really emboldened player group now where guys are saying by the day, by the week, more guys are saying that they're resolved to protesting on the field now, taking the knee, uh, as Colin Kaepernick famously did for the first time back in 2016. You know, guys, you know, four years later now, after all this back and forth and the president involving himself and it, and, and, you know, like you said, the owners taking their stance and, you know, playing the role that they did at blackballing Colin and making sure, trying as best as they can to tamper down the uh, the emotions of the players and keeping them from wanting to unified express themselves as they have. We've reached a tipping point now because of the the continued oppression and and bogus actions of police and real in in America. Where people are in across all all areas of society are saying enough, and they are they are going out and they're protesting every day in the streets. They're giving money to causes that uh, you know align themselves with the Black Lives Matter movement, and they're looking to they putting pressure on lawmakers and you know uh, officials of all of all areas that, that be that the police. The you know, public safety, uh, you know, schools, whatever they want less involvement with the police, 
in American society, less less leverage given to these guys who have, you know, in so many ways have abused their powers and have done and have done so, you know, to the negative effect of black people. And um, you know, as far as the NFL goes, you like I said, you have more guys who are saying straight up that they're gonna when the when football resumes, you know, hopefully this fall, they're gonna kneel. They're going to protest. They're going to signify that they are aligned with the movement, which is that at its most fervent right now. So whatever, whatever Jay-Z does, because he's put himself in the middle with the, with the NFL, with the actual NFL, those offices on Park Avenue in New York. And, you know, he, he's just, as as a, it's unfortunate because him being a rapper and him being a rebellious figure for much of the past thirty years, you know he's in a position now where he's he's the man now, he's he's corporate now. So the most I can expect from Jay, really, whether he acts or not, is a statement. It's something that is, you know, it, it could be representative. But it's not really anything that's going to make a difference. It's not something that people are going to be able to look at and say, well, that helped tip the scales of justice in favor of black people. It's just going to be some sort of commercial statement, an act, a literal commercial, a PSA, or some sort of, uh, you know, he'll, he'll get some sort of act. He'll get J. Cole to perform before the uh, the beginning of the opening game of the season and He'll come out with some misguided statement of his own, like he did with No Name this week, and uh, you know, and do something that people will argue about online. It's the whole thing with Jay and the NFL for me since it came about last year it was first announced. It's, uh, it's always been his talking points to me, and it's not something that I think more and more the the movement, the natural movement that's being act, enacted out on the streets here. And played out in real in the real world, I'd say, because I don't consider the NFL the real world. It's essentially it's a prism through which the real world can be viewed, but it's not the real world. So anything that happens within that NFL sphere that's coming from those offices, those corporate offices in New York, is it's just like I said, it's not indicative of what the movement really is. It's just something that's being done to placate people and keep them from shutting off the NFL and deeming it not relevant to today's society. The players, they represent Black America. They can represent Black America if they choose to. And it seems like they're doing it, they're more actively doing so. And people like Drew Brees, you know, he, like you said, he was, he dumbed it out with his initial statement about kneeling in the flag. But the people backed him down. He they they made him say they made him realize that he was wrong. He, even his wife came out and said, "Look, we're part of the problem." So I don't really, you know, as long as if you can realize that whether whether it's done through peer pressure or through their own self uh, self revelation, you know, at least he realizes that he's on the wrong side of things now, and that even he can change. But for the guys who are already Ready to check, who are already out there fighting the people who who want to speak like Malcolm Jenkins and you know uh, you know the 
the alien, the more alienated, like Eric Reed and Colin Kaepernick, those are guys who are really going to push things forward and whose voices and, and actions we really need to follow and get behind and realize that, you know, they are guys who can really push something to and put something, put something forward and put something together that can really represent change, at least whether it's through the NFL, through that prism of the NFL, that representative prism, where you know we can we can see that it's a victory that more players are protesting and there are more black and and, and brown faces in coaching and uh, in front offices and on TV. We can we could chalk those victories up with the NFL as as well as get something back that is put into the broader, more real movement. Uh, you know, out that's being fought out in these streets. Everybody tuning in right now, you are now listening to lead editor and co-founder of War Media, Kyle Means. Kyle, I mean, you, you brought up some really good points, but my thing is, as like you said, the players do have the power to help really shift this Black Lives Matter movement. But in a league that is dominated by ownership and, and, and the fact that the, the commissioner himself is working for the owners... How how can JC play a role in not bringing the play just bringing the players together, but also bringing the owners together to to at least some bring actual reform to the league, whether it's a compromise or let some type of legislation that dictates details that support the players, but also supports both parties? Is that even is that even possible to do? Like, I don't think, the, I don't think it's possible in his current position as he's working it. I think he would have to, in some way, he'd have to be, because I think you used the word liaison earlier, and I don't really think he's a liaison in the in the in the classical way of using that term. A liaison is someone who has equal ties to two different sides, and they sort of translate things from one side to the other. They they sort of mediate, you know, two polarizing points of view, and they try to help bring those two points to a middle point where every where people those compromise is seen but everybody gets something that they want. Jay is really just in the pocket of the NFL. He's he's someone who's doing he's he's like a PR person for the NFL, a PR uh you know a assistant or a advisor like he's doing things with the NFL to make the NFL seem more uh, active in and uh, aligned with the with Black Lives Matter and and the movement for civil rights than they really are, and and like I said, most of that stuff just is enacted through through ads and you know showcasing certain artists, mostly you know pretty much rock nation artists, and you know doing things that benefit Jay Z and the NFL and. You know, whoever you know by the people, it allows both of them to seem like they're doing something where it's not that they're doing something to benefit us when they're really just benefiting themselves. They do, you know. I don't. It, for me, he would have to. Ha, he'd have to get in that. He'd have to get along with the players in some way to where he's representing those players and 
in voice and helping voice their concerns to the NFL, to the owners. And you know, he'd have to represent the players in some way. To my and basically is what I'm saying, as well as the NFL. He's not doing that though. Yeah, and I don't think he actually will at this point unless he can make amends with them because well, the players will have, to, the players will have to pay him, Josh. That's, a, that's the thing. The players would have to – Jay is, is a hustler, man. I say that in in, in positive and negative ways. He, he's out He's out to – like I said, with the NFL, the benefit with, for him comes with the Rock Nation uh, being – afforded a platform through the NFL with the players with you're basically it's like working with a nonprofit it's like well I'm just I'm basically doing this because I believe what they stand for and you know I'm not in it for the money I'm in it for the their concern for the concern of what they're doing and I think while Jay-Z I'm sure is concerned about what they're concerned about they don't offer I mean, he already has the NFL platform through the league. He doesn't have he doesn't have to work with the players for that. So as, for me, it's like I just whatever I see Jay Z doing in his in his uh, in his relationship with the NFL, it's like I said, it's 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 a corp it's it's a corporate measure. It's not a measure that's that's a protest that's based on protest or a real uh, you know a, a renewal. Uh, any type of change, you know, any type of uh, reform. It's not based in that. It's based in, again, in, in things like public relations and uh, corporate rep- representation, corporate, the corporations co-opting movements, which is what we see every time um, the movement flares up. You know, corporations and institutions like the NFL, they have to find ways to co-opt movements because if they don't then they're gonna they stand to lose money and and prestige and you know uh the market share if they don't do those things well if that's the case then that's really bad for jay-z in this current position because the more the nfl in order for i think in anything for if anything the NFL really needs to create some type of reform through the players' coalition, and it's not, and it, that requires more than just money. Like, if you want reform, you need some type of legislation as well. Well, and, what are you? Are you? What are you looking to to reform their practices or reform practices by the government? Because that's, I mean, the most they could do in regards to the government is they could they could say that they stand by reforms. You know about that for the you no know, for the government, but they can't. Right. You know they they can't. They're the NFL. They're not a state body. So, right. what kind of reforms are you looking for them to enact? Well, I would start. I would start at least with the Rooney Rule. I know they try to make. Some okay, so you're talking about yeah stuff that that they actually do control. I feel you. okay. Yes, yeah, I'm talking about stuff they can control. The Rooney Rule is one of them, and I know they tried to make changes what I think with a report coming out talking about um incent- trying to incentivize incentivize uh, incentivize um if you actually pick a, 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 a minority coach or something or minority coach or minority rep, uh, front office representative or something like that then you can get higher chances and 
in draft picks and then get even more draft picks than the average football team or something like that. It was I, I forgot exactly what the uh, exact details was with that. But when that report came out, it it doesn't to me that doesn't solve anything. It more it's, it just show, it just shows that you just bribing a black man or an, or a minority to be in your office to run the show. That's like bribing someone to do something they don't want to do. And that's where the problem lies with me. Because if you have owners that are completely that completely are against political views in the NFL, they just so solely required on football. And if you bring a political view in there, it upsets the owners to a point where they can do pretty much whatever they want to that player. How do you change that how do you how do you get both sides together to come to an agreement to change that narrative? And I think the NFL was misleading when they said we hired Jay-Z to help with our social justice issues. Because if Jay-Z was really there to fix that, you would have to bring, he would have to, I would think he would have to bring those type of things to the table and work with both parties to to create that compromise, to create that discussion like a PR person would do as far as, the, as, far as the, what reform could be needed and how that could be done. Yeah. So, I would think he would be at the table creating those narratives, and it seems like from what we're from what we're discussing, he isn't doing that. So if he isn't doing that, obviously that just shows the flaws of Jay Z. Of I guess in this type of format, really utilizing that platform to create the change that he for years have reported uh, have have uh, you know have rapped about trying to make. If he was in those type of positions, I mean, he was both he boldly came out and said. I said no to the Super Bowl to the NFL because you need me. I don't need you. Okay, well they got you. What's what are you gonna do while you're there? And for us as African Americans that look up to, especially athletes that look up to sports, and seeing what's seeing how things operate in the NFL compared to other leagues, you would think Jay Z would be that guy to change that narrative. And so far he hasn't. But so he can't, I have to ask. He him. can't really change nothing because like it comes down to the owners. He's like who is Jay Z to these owners? That's what that's the that's that's the relationship I wanted. What what owners in the NFL are like? Well, they we got Jay Z. Uh, we got a partnership with Jay Z. I'm really swayed now to uh, bring in black people into my business when I've never had them in my business before. You know that it's it's for me. It's about actions and not you know release what releases say and you know, what they do in their conferences and stuff. Like, going back to when all this started, back when they they had the little conference in the in the conference room, and Jay said his statement about being past kneeling and all this stuff. You know, all that stuff was, it was about the NFL not having to face the issues that the players and, and represent, you know, and, and them, them, these players feel that they're speaking on behalf of their communities that they come from. They they didn't want to really they didn't really want to address the issues that the players brought before them, starting with Colin Kaepernick when he was still a player in the league. They just wanted to by flip, deflect from those things and do something again that signifies a signifies progression and signifies action. So as as long as you know, as long as they control the whole process, you know they didn't they didn't start a a committee that 
where players representation works with league representation who works with Jay-Z and they're all at the table discussing things back and forth. They just did something unilaterally where uh, Goodell and Jay-Z were at the center of the story. And, it became, and we made it all into, because they're two famous men who we've long talked about and signified over and argued about, we made the whole discussion about what they should do and what they need to do. Like they all they're doing is covering their behinds. You know, we we they're not acting in a way of people who are really trying to change anything. So until I see them do things that uh, that again allow for the players to be represent represented and to have a say in NFL policy, then I'm not really gonna expect much to happen. The players the players are the ones who are going who have the best chance to fill out future uh, spots in coaching staffs and uh, front offices and maybe even become owners. The NFL has to create an environment where in a pipeline where the people who fuel the league year after year, decade after decade, they become empowered to become, to be involved with the league as actual, as investors and, uh, you know, and higher ups and people who hire people. We need black people to be in the positions to hire other black people or whatever color people. Because if the, if the people who are hiring are all white and they're all coming from a pipeline of outside the NFL and they're, you know, Ivy League educated or whatever they're educated, and they're just people who look at things from a, a specific business-oriented point of view and not from the point of view of a former athlete who would be likely to give other former athletes or people who played, actually played and actually know the game, they would be more inclined to give those jobs to those people. And a lot of those, a lot more of those people would be black than not. So that's how you, I think for me, that's how you get you get you could get to a place where you can eventually abolish the the Rudy rule. You wouldn't even need it if, but you have to get black people in those positions, and and you have to do that by talking to the players of today. If you don't do that, then I'm like I said, I don't see anything change. Kyle always bringing the heat when he comes on the podcast, man. So appreciate that, Kyle. Tell everybody. What's what's coming up on the on the, the website? What's War Media? What they got? What we have next coming up that we should that our audience should really look forward to? Plenty of heat from you and uh, from all uh, other contributors. We like, uh, you know, like my man Drew, who's who's just come in and really sparked us with some new new great stuff uh, in recent weeks. And uh, you know, rest of our guys, Sid. You know, Chris Pettit gives, gives us a little something every now and then. And hopefully, as we're talking to the NFL, get back with some more NFL with Ryan Bukovetsky pretty soon. But uh, you guys have been great. And, uh, you know, just a lot of more heat from y'all writing. And, uh, you know, we'll, you know, we're trying to, you know, do more again with the podcast, you know, more in the scope. And, um, you know, uh, we got some, you know, some, Surprises coming up soon. I ain't gonna reveal them just yet, but we got a lot of hot stuff coming, and 
you know, I say more, more content, just more, more of everything and uh, more places to see us and listen to us and hear us uh, in the near future with WeAreRegalRadio.com and War Media. That's real facts, man. That's real facts. We, and we are excited to keep this heat going, man, because War Media, we, we come with it. And it's about to get serious real soon. That being said, Kyle, tell everybody where they can find you on, on your social media. Uh, personally, you can follow me. Uh, not enough of you do. But uh, you know, <laughs> but uh, there's all you always can as long as you just as long as you don't come to me on no BS. You can always follow me, and I'll be willing to follow back. But uh, you could I'm on on uh Instagram at K Mean K M E A N, uh Twitter uh work underscore right W R K underscore W R T. You can even follow me on Facebook if you like. Just search Kyle Means, and you should see. Well, you, I think you might see a black dot now. I, I did the blackout thing. I'm doing the blackout thing for the time being. So if you see that next to my name, then that's the guy to follow on Facebook. But yeah, definitely Twitter and uh, IG is probably the best places to follow me. And uh, yeah, it's VR Regal Radio, uh, you can search that and, on, on any platform, any uh, social media, and you should get We Are Regal Radio War Media. Uh, and you know, follow that too. If you follow me, if you don't, if you follow one of us, just follow War. But if you follow both of us, that'll be even cool. So be cool. No doubt, man. Thank you for coming on the podcast. You know, I really appreciate it, and you're welcome anytime, man. Yeah, I'll be. I'll always be glad to chop it up with you, man. Whenever you need me. Some days better than others, but you know, I, I, I said I. For as much as you've done for me and for our group over the years, man, you know, I'm always here for you whenever. No doubt, bro. Uh-huh.